Welcome to Other You, a podcast where we discuss a decision in our lives that may or may not have had a long-lasting impact. We unpack some of the factors behind it and then explore in short story form what the other version of ourselves might have experienced around that time or shortly thereafter. I'm your host, Dee. Let's see where this story takes us. Welcome back to the show. I'm Daniel Moreno. This is Other You. Today we're featuring Daryl Villacorta, Villacorta. And man, Daryl, I've known Daryl for like 10, 12 years now. We met on set of Snatching Defeat from the Jaws of Victory. Um, and we've kept in contact ever since. Daryl has spent years as an actor. He is a marketer. He's an interesting dude. He has a wife now. Good for him. Proud of him. Good job. Uh, welcome to the show, Daryl. Hey, thanks for having me. Yeah. Glad to have you. Glad to have you. So in the, so we met like, has it been 12 years at this point? I mean, sometimes like who's counting where, you know what I mean? It's, it's literally one That's of those fair. things where I think That's our fair. relationship, um, I think a relationship, it feels like 12 years. It may be shorter, but I think that that says a lot about our relationship is that, you know, no matter how many years has gone by, it always feels like we've, you know, we've, we've kept in touch. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. It's, it's, it's been, uh, it's been nice. So to give the listeners a, a quick rundown on the show, like the, the intro states, we're taking situations in people live in people's lives rather where they come across a decision and whether it's a major decision, they know it's a major decision at the time or innocuous. Uh, it's something that has had a long lasting impact on them. And so what we are, we're going to discuss with Daryl a decision of his. I'll ask him a few questions and that'll be the end of the first part. I'm going to end up writing a short story, exploring what other Daryl will have experienced. And then we'll talk about it then. You ready? Let's go. Awesome. So, uh, we talked off, uh, off the air, um, recently about your decision and uh if you could tell everybody what you feel your decision the decision you came up with let's hear it from you yeah um so my decision was stepping away from acting um i believe that it's one of those decisions that was really hard on me given the fact that i've been i had been pursuing it for 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 quite some time and um this was considered to me a a passion and i think that that's important uh having a passion is important in in everybody's lives um and so for me stepping away from acting was was that basically that moment that that really changed the trajectory of 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 where i was going to go or where i thought i was going to go to where i am now and so stepping away from acting was to me, the one of the bigger points of um, um, of creating an, another me. Hmm. Okay. All right. So let's let's unpack a little bit of that decision. Let's. Uh, can you pinpoint a date when you settled on? Yes, I'm. I'm. I am walking away from this. Yeah, that's a great question. Um, uh, to me, the there wasn't a really, it, it wasn't a really a uh, a specific day. It was more, it was more of a collection of, of um, 
days, if you will. Um, I remember mm-hmm. vividly. So as an actor, um, and I think Daniel, you can attest to this where you're, you're working, um, you know, odd jobs. Sometimes you're working really crazy hours so that, um, you know, you, you're very flexible, um, for, for, for shooting, um, yeah. you know, and auditioning and everything like that. And, um, I was working retail and this is one of those jobs that mm-hmm. sometimes I don't really like to talk about, but Hey, you know what I mean? Now it's, I'm just kind of bearing my soul and, and, and talking about other me and current me. Yeah. So, uh, might as well just kind of talk about it. So I worked as, um, a stock person at, uh, Ann Taylor loft and oh, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was, I was basically a stock person and that, you know, created the flexibility for me to kind of pursue a lot of the auditions and, 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 and shooting schedules for some of the films that I'm doing and stuff like that. Yeah. And, um, I worked with this lady who just was, was, was a very curious person. And she asked me what I did. And this was maybe 10 years ago where I was just like, yeah, I'm an actor. And, you know, with a question mark and, and I, I, that literally like me saying that in a way where it was more of a question rather than a statement was kind of uh, the, the first domino falling. And Hmm. so I started thinking internally about that and, you know, this relationship, this lady just, you know, continued on, you know, as I was working there. And one day she, she came up to me and she said, um, you know, how my relationship, she asked me how my relationship life was like. And, um, I, you know, I kind of just gave her the rundown and she literally said to me, and I'll never forget this. She said, you need a, you need to be a provider. And I didn't really know what that meant. Yeah, I didn't know what that meant. And, you know, after after taking some time to really think about that, being a provider for who? For my significant right. other at the time, for myself, for my family. And, you know, it was a lot to kind of unpack. And so that sat with me um, for a long time as I was continuing to pursue my career in acting. Um, you fast forward a couple of years, I was still kind of going through the motions. I was just continuing doing my audition, shooting films, you know, doing some voiceover work, commercials, mm-hmm. et cetera, et cetera. And, um, you know, it, within that time, I, you know, I, I got into a very, very awesome agency, uh, Stuart Talent. And Stuart Talent was, right. was great to me. You know, they, uh, provided me a lot of opportunities that I wouldn't have been able to secure, um, on my own. And, right. um, so, Fast forward a couple of years when I'm where I'm with them and I pretty much am auditioning for for the biggest show of my life, which was uh, at at the time Chicago PD. And uh, I went. Was it going to be a single episode or were you auditioning for like a multi episode? So it was so it was actually supposed to only be for a a day player role. However, um, my agent at the time uh, wanted me to audition for 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 somebody else who ended up becoming a series regular, which was crazy. I'm just like, what? And so I I went through what I want to say five or six auditions. And, you know, that really that really just kind of put me into a, a weird tailspin. I was just constantly going in reading and, and doing all this stuff like that. And I'm getting excited at the opportunity of like really propelling my career. Um, yeah. but then here comes the, you know, the heartbreaking news is, you know, that you didn't get the role and right. that's an actor's life. You know, like I, it, it's, it's the ugly side of acting that you don't get to see a lot. And right. so feeling, you know what I find interesting about that though, is I feel like when, when you talk to people that have been acting for a long time, they'll tell you that 
the majority of the situations for them are you don't get it. The rarity is yeah. you do get it, you know. So as actors, we're essentially living for the the, the smaller percentage, right? Yeah. Yeah, that, is, no, that's absolutely true. And I think that <clears throat> I think that for a lot of people who kind of dive into acting, who who get who catch the bug because they've seen a movie uh, or they mm-hmm. saw a show and they were just like, I can do that. Um, right. You know, it, it, it's it's a harsh reality that they learn one way or another, you know, that there's constant rejection and the people in the movie stars that you see on the screen are are literally the zero or point zero 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 one percent of 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 successes yeah. success stories and so mm-hmm. um you know it's easy to kind of it's basically that fomo that uh, just like you know i can do this and i can, it's a quick buck or the fame um right but again, yeah, I, I, this kind of goes back to the whole passion thing, right? Is it something that you want to do for, you know, creative reasons because you know that you can pour your life and, and, and soul into it? Or is it something that you just kind of want to chase because it strokes your ego? And I think you and right. I were talking about this um, the other day about how some people just do it for the, you know, their own reasons. And you can say that they're wrong you can say that they're right um you know i won't be the one to judge that but i think right. that anytime that you want to that you want to pursue something let it be something that you're passionate about and you know that kind of falls into current daryl where um you know we're having not be an actor um mm-hmm. now i'm i i want to make I, I wanted to make sure that transitioning from being an actor to finding a quote-unquote real job right. <laughs> um that I, that it was something that I wanted that I was going to be passionate about. Right. Wow. Okay. Um, so when you, in your story, you mentioned meeting a woman and then a few years later you didn't get the job for the Chicago PD. Uh, would you say that was the time when you were like, okay, I'm done with this? Yeah. And I think that was, uh, I mean, uh, Outside of that, I, well, I think that was basically the mo- exact moment where I'm just like, you know what, maybe it's it's time for me to kind of take a step back, not necessarily, okay. you know, shelve it for good. I think that, right. um, you know, when you put some, when you put your heart into and soul into something for 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 so many years, it's it's hard to kind of just you know put it into a box and and, and shove it into into a closet. And so, right. um, so for me, I I I counter. I counteracted the shelving um, of the of, of, of acting and, and just basically called it a hobby at the time. And I mean, it still is for me right now, but um, yeah. you know, in order for me to kind of move forward, I had to kind of look, I had to look at it that way as a hobby rather than a career choice. Yeah. Um, okay. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I would say that that day uh, on top of like all the things leading up to it, like, leading you up, know, okay. like student loans and stuff right. like uh, that. Yeah. Okay. So um, let's say that's what, 2015, 2015 that happened? Yeah. I, no, no, no. Actually, um, before I'd that? say, yeah, a little bit before that. Let's say like okay. 2013, maybe. I, okay. I, yeah, 2013. 2013. Okay. How old, how old were you in 2013? Um, that's a good question. Uh, so I was what, six years ago. I'm oh, so I was about like 31. Okay. You were 31, yeah. 31 in, in 2013. Okay. Um, 
I like to get some other. Were you, were you dating your your wife then? No. So, I was in a relationship that was very toxic, and um, okay. I believe toxic yeah. So and I and yeah, and I had gotten out of that relationship um, before the whole auditioning of the Chicago PD stuff. So there was just you, again, you want to talk about all the all the uh, different variables that kind of factored into yeah. this decision that was kind of one of them. And so, um, okay. was in a relationship, um, and it's not easy when you are pursuing a career in acting and have relationships with other people who, who quite frankly, don't understand what yeah, you're doing. I don't get it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's a, you know what? Like the catch 22 though is dating another actor is sometimes just as volatile. Yeah. You know, cause especially if you're, um, if you're of that type A personality where you have to be on, on, on. So you have these two people that are on, on, on and competing and competing and competing and just like fighting with each other essentially for, you know, who's the saddest one of the two. (laughs) Yeah. You know, it's, it's, it's a trip. All right. So 2013, uh, other Daryl just, he recently broke up with his girlfriend. Uh, was this, this was a long-term relationship or had you guys just been together for a little while by this time? No, I would consider a long-term. I think our, our, our generation, um, you know, I, two years is, is a long time. Two years. No, I'm, I'm totally good. So two years, uh, just ended a two year relationship. Um, just decided to walk away from acting. Um, because other Darrow was, um, so the things ticking the boxes that push you away uh, involved the relationship change, the not getting this Chicago PD, and also the you have to be a provider from the, the which was she's a, she was a stranger. You guys worked together. Yeah, we worked was, together. And uh, yeah. I mean, I didn't really, I, I, it's not that I didn't respect her. I, I just think that she was uh, somebody who always wanted her sh- to share her thoughts and right. you know, that that's, that's cool. Uh, I just, I, I think that I, and again, it, it's just weird that of all the things that I remember from her that, you know, the whole being a provider thing was actually <clears throat> the most impactful for me because I think everything else was just very, uh, was very, um, uh, what's, course. Yeah, not only that, but I think it was just very toxic because she was just a very, oh, okay. um, just very catty and chatty kind of person. And, gotcha. uh, you know, I, that's just not my MO. Right. But she ended up, she got through to you with that one phrase. Yeah. That gotcha. was like the knockout blow. Right. Stay <laughs> down, Daryl. Stay down. <laughs> All right. Um, Let's see. Uh, were you living on your own at the time? Did you have roommates? Were you uh, with family? Yeah, no. So I was, um, <clears throat> I was living on my own. Um, okay. And were was that and, was that here in Chicago? Uh, I yeah. know you had spent some time in L.A. So this yeah. is after L.A. Uh, it was after. It was after. Okay. Um, so you're here the in whole, Chicago. Yeah, I, the whole L.A. thing was was very brief. Um, it's, it's literally a blur. But um, the majority of all, all of my um, my uh, work had, had had been in Chicago, and so I was living alone at the time. And um, you know, the the good thing is that anytime that you're you're you're, you're single um, and really trying to um, 
make a name for yourself, a lot of what I was doing was networking. And so, and again, this is kind of like where you've fallen, you know, to the conversation is that, um, you, you, you start to see the, the same people (laughs) <laughs> at auditions or at just like networking yeah. events or just mm-hmm. even on social media now where you you tend to run into the same people and um it's nice because i think that out of all the um communities that i've been a part of whether short or for long term um, chicago has a very tight-knit acting community and that's something that yeah. I, I i think we we should definitely be proud of um for because sure. it, it's just everybody's rooting for each other um and and that's yeah. very that's very uncommon in this industry i had an interesting experience with that a few years ago where there was like there was perhaps like a five month period where chubby latino men were all the rage and so i had so many auditions <laughs> lined up but I was in a room full of a bunch of chubby Latino men. Right. And so I, we, we, you recognize each other, you get to know each other, you know? And so every time we come in, it's like, Hey, wait, we're missing somebody. And then sure enough, a few minutes later, they will come walking through. And I mean, there's a part of that that's like really encouraging and enjoyable, but another part of it is, man, is, is this all we're good for this chubby Latino role? You know? Cause if you have that many people, constantly going out for the exact same rules uh man it's a trip though to see your regular steady competition um yeah yeah no and i think that there's a sense of camaraderie too i I mean i think it comes to the point where you can build that friendship but then at the same time you're like damn uh is this guy gonna take all the roles every time yeah (laughs) yeah it's it's it's, (laughs) yeah i mean like early on in my career um there was there was one guy who I saw at quite a few auditions who ended up booking a few of the ones for which I was called in, and I got mad. I like I got mad at this dude. I'm like, ah, why don't you stay home already, bro? Don't you see the rest of us trying to eat? Stay home. Leave us alone. Um, but then and th- but then uh, like on on the other side of that coin, there was a period where I was booking everything and I was so happy. And then I saw the same people and I was like, oh. I'm that guy now. All these people hate me yeah. or they don't. I mean, who cares? Who cares about me? It is, I, I don't really matter in that scenario, but I was just able to reflect on that. Like, oh man, you had so much stupid hatred for this stranger and now you're the stranger. You yeah. Know? You know, it, it's true, man. When you, the, the older you get, the wiser you become, you know, there's a lot of things that I, I reflect on, you know, and I'm just, and I would, again, I wouldn't change anything, but since mm-hmm. we're on the topic of, you know, other what ifs, yeah. um, let's let's continue that deep dive yeah yeah i know i'm 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 excited to to play around with some possibilities for other daryl um do you have a preference do you want your story to be have a happy ending to have a sad ending to do you want to feel justified in your life choices um anything like that or do i get free reign with whatever i write you get free reign you know and i think that's where that's where creativity you know really shines when you're Mm -hmm. not really restricted and i know i know that that it's it's helpful to have a direction but i think that since this is something that you're 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 you're, you know you're really trying to you know uh um really blossom um have this project blossom into something i think that in Mm -hmm. the early you know in the early stages you should have complete control man so have at it yeah 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 i I'm I did this um for for kicks a few weeks ago on social media and I got a few responses and so in there I was like okay this person's going to have a happy ending this person's going to have a 
a sad ending. This person's going to have a, a nothing ending, you know, just kind of like, I, I, like I am enthralled by short stories that are exclusively like day in the life. Uh, yeah. Because it, especially if I know the person and I know, you know, how life has turned out for them, the idea of exploring just a day in the life of the struggle to exist on this planet from a different perspective, you know? So that was kind of fun. Yeah. Interestingly enough, one person I know, she, <laughs> the decision she made erased all of her children. Right? And I was like, is that what you want? All right. Okie dokie. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, I kept, I kept, I think the oldest one, cause I felt like it made sense for, uh, I'm gonna I would like treating her as a character. It made sense for the character because around the time she said, "Oh, it was around this time to do this," you know. Yeah. It was like I stayed with this guy for too long instead of going to college in Hawaii or something like that. Hmm. But I think at that point she was already pregnant with the oldest, so I gave her the oldest, but I erased her other children. Gone. Gone. Yeah. So you, like she, I told the story. She, yeah, she won't get that uh, family stimulus check for twenty four hundred. Yeah. Nope. <laughs> Nope, just the one. And then at this point, I think that kid is might be even be 18. So, oh, okay, there you go. Yeah, she'd have been super salty. No, yeah. all my money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, oh man, this is exciting. So, um, the next step in uh, this episode of Other Daryl, that's what we're going to call it, Other Daryl. Um, I'm going to write a short story. Uh, it shouldn't be much more than three to five minutes. It'll be, um, It'll kind of take you from the place of where his decision happened, if not immediately before. We'll see the decision um, in practice, and then we'll kind of explore his life as he kind of goes about um, living. Main, like for for Daryl, it could be. I'm not going to say exactly what it will be, but it could be that other Daryl chose to continue acting and like poured everything he was into it. Whether he's successful or not, I don't know. We'll find out. Uh, also, it could be something that's immediate, so we could focus on the next uh, few weeks or months after this decision, or we can actually take it a few years down the road. That will flesh itself out as I'm writing. So we'll see that, and uh, when we come back. Uh, I will read it and then Daryl and I will kind of discuss what his thoughts are on the story, what, how closely to himself he finds other Daryl making decisions, um, moving forward and what kind of adventures he feels, uh, Daryl might have experienced in having made a different decision. So we get to kind of, um, compare our thoughts with each other and the the imaginings of what life could be for other Daryl. And I don't want this to be one of those where we're lamenting life, right? Where we're like, I'm right. so sad that I made this choice. That's, that's not the purpose of this. The purpose of this is to explore interesting ways that if alternate realities or, you know, different dimensions of, of life existence are there... Let's just take a look at, hey, what does that one maybe look like? And how closely can we find ourselves uh, in the characters that we see there? Rock on. Yeah. Cool. So um, if you have anything else to say, Daryl, is there anything else that's popping up? Anything else you want to cover? 
Uh, no, I, I, I'm really fascinated by this, this take. Um, you know, I, I read a lot of science fiction, science fiction, and this mm. book, um, that I would highly recommend is called dark matter by Blake Crouch. That's dark matter by Blake Crouch. And dark this book basically talks about multiple universes and how one person's, um, um, his his persona or his himself in this other universe actually all of these other you know the these personas or these individuals want his life and okay. it's <laughs> it's so it's so effed up it's so crazy but it's such yeah. a great story but the it, it's it's always fascinating because i think you know there are days where i kind of daydream and you know i do think about you know what if i know marvel's right. coming out with a what if but if they want to do a series for you know with an episodic with with me for what if be like yeah i'm cool man marvel let's do it man um Solid. Solid. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, what if i went as iron man instead of hulk in my college year costume my, my halloween costume yeah <laughs> yeah what if you went as iron man you probably would have gotten you know through the next few days without the remnants of the green paint or <laughs> right. whatever dye that you put on your skin to to be the hulk there I don't know because you know what? Yeah, the, the green may have kind of you know um, and you know enhanced and started the whole I don't know eczema that I've got going on right now. Ooh, <laughs> eczema is always fun. Yeah. No. Yeah. Um, yeah, but that's it. I, I think that that book plug would be something to look into for anybody okay. who's um, listening and is is really into sci-fi. Yeah, solid. Good to know. All right. Um, we'll be back in just a moment with uh, the second half of Other Daryl. Thank you.
Welcome back to Other Daryl. I'm your host, D. And you know what? We're just going to get right into it. I'm going to read the short story that I wrote. I have called it conveniently Other Daryl. And then uh, Daryl and I will chat about it. Okay? Let's do this. All right. The pitter-patter of water drops from the showerhead lead a chorus. The creak of the wooden flooring under the floor tiles chimes in. Other Daryl mumbles, it is your time, meditatively over and over again. He focuses his gaze through the foggy mirror. With a swipe, he makes clear a swath and smiles honestly at his own blurry reflection. He recites his mantra louder and louder, it is your time. Confidently strutting about his Roscoe Village apartment completely naked, Other Daryl prefers to air dry. Pacing back and forth, the droplets of water cool his skin as they quickly dry. He makes his way into his closet, vigorously sifting through his ties until he finds the right one. The red one, with the hand-embroidered letters on the bottom that read R-E-I. This tie belonged to someone important to his grandfather. He didn't know his name, but he believed it to be true no matter how closely it resembled the logo of the camping retailer. It had always brought him luck. Other Daryl makes his way to his full-length mirror. He pulls up on his phone a video teaching you how to tie a Windsor knot. He examines the mirror. The simple black frame is held together by glue and small nails. It is hung from a hook on his closet door that folds over the top of the door and rests between the door and the door jamb. He follows the entire outline, noticing every nick and blemish. The top right corner has separated. The glue no longer holds and there is sunlight poking at the door through the space it leaves open. His dark, thick framed glasses firmly in place, he can clearly see the man standing before him. With a confident poke, he exclaims, It is your time. You were made for this. You went to L.A. and did your time, but now you're home. This is where you want to be. No one is holding you back. Not besides you, and you're done with that, aren't you? You're done being a roadblock to your own success, right? Look at you. You're a specimen. He scans the goosebumps poking out across the expanse of his flesh, flexing muscle groups as he makes his way along every curve, finishing with a forced smile as he peers into his own eyes. Examining the look in his eyes, he allows himself to feel the fearfulness inside him, make its way up his spine, and make a home on his face. His lips begin to frown and quiver a bit. His eyes well up, and a single tear makes its way out of the corner of his right eye and swims down his cheek. It is your time. Listening intently to the instructions coming from his cell phone, he flips and twirls the red tie over and over again, undoing and redoing the knot until it was perfect. What felt like a hundred attempts finished with a satisfied sigh. Other Daryl triumphantly poses with nothing on but his tie. The video on his cell phone is interrupted with his Spice Girls ringtone. I'll tell you what I want, what I really, really want, repeats several times. Other Daryl beams with anticipation. Only one person has that ringtone, his agent. He answers the call with a short essay. I know you have good news. I know it. Know how? It is my time. I've been reminding myself of that over and over again. It is my time. You know, I spent years in LA struggling through the nonsense. I didn't have to, but I did. I came back here better equipped to handle the business. And I am. And you are calling me to tell me something I already know. I was the best person for the job. I was the only person for the job. I'm not the only Asian. I know that. There are literally billions of us. But I was the only person for this job. Firstly, I would like to say thank you for sending me on this on this audition. He pauses uh, his thought long enough for his agent to interject. Uh, I'm assuming this is other Daryl. <laughs> that was great. Uh, I have some news. Uh, the role of Jin is going to another actor named Kyle, but they said they really liked you. They have another project in the works and would like you to come in for that. 
What? No, it is my time. I am Jin. I don't, I don't want to audition for something else. No, I'm sorry. I wasn't clear. His agent backtracks. They want to hire you. Like, if you're interested, you have the part. It's a recurring character on a show in development. Oh. 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 Well, yes, I am interested. I, I will take that. I'll do it. Ha! It is my time. Mr. Other Villacorda, uh, they will be ready for you in 10. They sent me to bring you to set. Are you, are you good to come? Other Daryl, stoically staring out the window of his trailer, nods slightly and in character responds shortly. Hi. Nay. See. Da. Yes. Other Daryl landed the role of a polyglot with social anxiety who never converses in the language being spoken to him. Instead, he carries a translator with him that relays his thoughts for him. He has to learn the phrases in 10 different languages. Out of character now, he confides in the PA. You know, I almost left acting. I was done with it. Oh? He inquires, startled. Today, has it been hard for you on set? What do you need? Can I, can I get you anything? No. No, I'm fine. I wasn't talking today. You're doing a great job, Ricky. Thanks. I'm just... I'm just relishing this moment. I'm in my trailer running lines with this voice recorder, and there's a knock at the door. I am needed on set. You know, they don't tell you what to do when your dreams come true. They don't. So we're all just always trying to figure things out. I'm trying to figure things out. But if you'll just give me a minute to get dressed, I'll be right out. Other Daryl, hidden by a tall, changing scrim, stands completely naked, save for his Windsor-knotted tie. Other Daryl motions to the bartender, who, in time, makes her way over. Another one? He nods. He's been muttering to himself, what time is it? All night. The patrons to his right and left, tired of hearing him ask, blurt out, it's 11.30. Other Daryl looks up and quickly calls out, Jinx! Satisfied, he giggles to himself. The out-of-work actor loosens and tightens the knot of his tie slowly but steadily. The tie is worn at the base of the knot and at the tip. The embroidered letters have lost some of their threading. You can still clearly make out REI, but it's not as vibrant as it once was. The cloth has a thin layer of discoloration due to years of wearing and rubbing. The bartender returns and places an empty rocks glass before him and expertly freehand pours two ounces of top shelf bourbon. A thick droplet plops out of the glass and onto other Daryl's finger. Not wasteful in the slightest, he brings his hand to his mouth, lapping up the singular droplet from his knuckle. Pounding the pour, other Daryl stands, drops two crisp $100 bills and retreats to the restroom. He looks in the cracked mirror and writes in Sharpie across the top, what time even is it? Is it your time? My time? What time is it? He calls an Uber from the restroom and shuffles his way out the front door. He leans up against the building and intently watches the little car icon traverse the digital map as it makes its way to the tiny bar. The car finally comes to a stop. Mother Daryl lifts his head and sees a small sedan with its hazard lights blinking. He makes his way to the car and reaches for the handle. At the same time, a young lady grabs the handle and angrily says, Hey, watch it. This is my Uber. Checking the app, other Daryl heads to the front of the car to verify the license plate number matches. Sure enough, ZY3221 is stamped into the plate hanging from the front of the silver Camry. Yeah, this is this is my Uber, too. Neither of them realized they were both assigned to this Uber. The driver calls out, Other Daryl? Hannah? Oh, sorry. No, no, it's fine. Other Daryl holds the door for her and climbs in after. They drive off quietly, and after a few minutes of staring out the window, he hears her ask him something. I'm sorry, I, I wasn't listening. What did you ask me? Oh, I was just wondering what time it is. I keep asking myself that. I, I'm kind of at a crossroads, you know? Other Daryl studies her as she speaks, watching the rise and fall of her lips as each word escapes. Noticing the coral around her pupils and bright green that extends outward from there, the tiny dimple that only appears when she smiles. 
her perfectly manicured eyebrows? No, I don't know what time it is, but I've been asking myself the same thing for weeks now. 11.48. It's 11.48, the driver interjects. Oh, thank you, the two say in tandem without breaking eye contact with one another. It's 11.48. Thanks. The end. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) So, other Daryl... Uh, he had a, a bit of an adventure, I would say, had some successes, um, and then some not, um, I imagine you like being as naked as I suggested. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, but, uh, yeah. So, all right, let's, let's, let's break it down. Uh, do you see any of yourself in other Daryl? You know what? Just to, I, I just have to start this with uh, you. You have a very uh, gifted skill at writing. So I, I don't know what it was, but I think that this format really works because I really was just kind of envisioning my, you know, other Daryl as, as you know, and, and me living that life. Okay. Um, and so kudos for that, man. Because oh, like I, I actually, I, I'll tell you right now. I actually, there were there were a couple of moments where hearing parts of that um that story brought a tear to my eye and 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 i'll tell you why um if you've ever been passionate about something and Mm -hmm. and or or just or are in love and had to let something go and you always think about the what ifs um you know, it's it's hard to kind of reflect on that and 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 see the good, um, you know, in of, of being in the present and where you're at right now. Mm-hmm. Um, for for me, that was just that was something again that I was just so passionate about and just did everything and anything that I could to find success in my own eyes. And right. having to let it go was like one of the, if not the hardest thing I've ever had to do. And hence, you know why we're kind of talking about this. Right. And I mean, there isn't a day that that goes by that I don't think about that. And so when you, when other Dero, you know, got the part um, mm-hmm. that, that, that instantly made me, tear up a bit because you, you, you know if uh, any actor i mean dan you'll understand this yourself like when you book a part there's just like this sense of jubilation and like you, your body like goes numb when you yeah. hear you got the part you you book the role and it, it, you're just kind of like you're 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 stuck you're frozen in time and you don't really you can't move and you know everything stops around you and and i got that feeling when i you know heard that other daryl got the part and then it kind of just i don't know it just kind of that sensation came back and you know like nothing can ever there's nothing in this world that can kind of uh, simulate that you know um and and it's just like the coolest thing and so yeah man like i i really yeah that really got to me man um because now i'm kind of doing this whole damn maybe i should kind of get back into it you know what i mean so everything (laughs) is heightened right um no i uh other daryl uh just free balling it is uh that's not so much more me, so that's more other Daryl. But <laughs> sure. um, okay. there was a, the the one the one uh, moment that I really gravitated towards was, um, you know, Daryl's other Daryl's lucky charm of the REI tie. Right. Um, 
there's actually it's funny that you bring that this kind of was woven into the story but there is a tie that i have that i tend to wear on interviews and it's funny because it's almost like oh it's almost a mirror image um but just in different circumstances so i have a tie that i wear for job interviews is it red please tell me it's red uh maroon maybe Uh, i'm I'm colorblind so let's just say it's red okay um but it was actually so you in in your story you mentioned that it was uh, what it was a grandfather uh, yeah the, okay, yeah so so this tie is actually my dad's oh and look at that yeah 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 so that's funny. um I I immediately connected with that and so I think that that really kind of um, added a lot more depth to really understanding the uh, you know the meaning around um, you know the seriousness that that other Daryl kind of. And, and passion that this that Daryl Daryl kind of puts into this, and so um, yeah, no, that that I reflect fondly on that because I, I, I that's that's me right now, and that's always yeah. been me. Um, but yeah, no, that was one hell of a trip, man. Like yeah. I, I was like, is, is Daniel gonna kill me in this shit? <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't think I, I don't think it, uh, any of the the ones that I have done or will do. I don't think anyone's gonna die. Uh, but yeah, I, 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 I feel like I find myself wanting to write this great success story, but then, you know, I realize I, f- I feel like that is going to take away from who you are as a person and who you've chosen to be, because mm-hmm. if other Daryl is only completely successful, that means you did something wrong. Right. Right. Or, or it could be, it doesn't have to mean that, but it could mean that. And that's not at all something I want to communicate. I really just want to explore some things that could be happening. So I, I tried to make them a little bit quirky and then, you know, kind of go from there. Um, do you, do you drink whiskey? Yeah, I like how, I like how you humanize oh, him too. He just yeah. kind of like stuck, stuck to his roots because, you know, when I, when I, when I told you the story about going out to LA um, mm-hmm. as a PA, yeah, you know, kind of showing the PA the ropes and just kind of being like, no, I got you, man. I got you. Like what, you mm-hmm. know, is there anything, blah, blah, blah. Cause I, I mean, that's just kind of who I am. And I, I think that, you know, any other incarnation of myself in multiple universes will always kind of be that way. I just, it's, it's, it's hard for me to fathom that I wouldn't be that person. Mm-hmm. So I'm glad that you actually included that in the story. Oh yeah. Right on. Uh, do you, are you a, are you a whiskey drinker? Oh yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah. So I'm, did I'm I, a did I guess that correctly? Yeah. 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 <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah. I'm just like, fuck man, this dude's got like this whole time. This dude's been like kind of spying for me, spying on me from afar. Oh yeah, no, yeah. man. Like this is, this is some really cool shit. Like I, again, I, I just kind of want to go back on the whole, I found it very tranquil, you know? And, and okay. there was just, I, I, I highly recommend, you know, other people just, do this exercise because it's it's very again it's tranquil i i literally just saw myself i just was staring off in the distance and just saw myself in my old roscoe village place just doing the things that you had outlined and you know i really felt it because you know there there were parts of it that really connected me and then there were parts of me that that really tried to envision um what other daryl was doing and i saw it you know it's cool because it's it's actually you know it's it's me Mm-hmm. Right, and from the, from somebody else's perspective, and it's kind of cool to kind of see that um, right. played out. Cool, yeah. So, I, I, what I'm hoping to get from the exercise is uh, whether or not you can find parallels in other Daryl, and I, I feel like it it has benefited me so far with the guests that I have had uh, and will have um, because I know them. 
right? And so I can I can draw from the things that I know, uh, but there are a couple of people that I don't know too well. So I'm excited to see uh, how well I'm essentially able to guess based on the interview, you know, process. I'm 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 hoping to to take something that could possibly be like a tree branch growing off, mm-hmm. you know. And yeah, and I mean, if anything, you 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 might reignite a you know relight the spark, you know that somebody had for something, and mm-hmm. and 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 have them pursue it, you know, in a different way. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it, it's cool because I think that it it opens up opportunities for people to kind of again, like you said, just branch out, um, or or whether it's like branching out or reconnecting with something that was lost. Because I think that sometimes we need. Um, external third-party perspectives on certain things because Mm -hmm. when we you know view things in our own um, you know we're 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 always in our own bubble or you know its own echo chamber Mm -hmm. Um, but just having just the perspective of somebody else is always helpful I mean that's kind of what we do in 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 my line of work with marketing it's just you, you know you 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 have you have like the creative ideas but sometimes but if you're living in your own bubble it's hard to kind of say that this is going to be good this is bad you know and you need that 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 feedback because right. it's not always gonna you know things are subjective and so anyways what i'm getting at is that like i like that this is very exploratory for the person mm-hmm. um to kind of not only reflect on their past but just kind of i don't know i think it, it's a cool way to kind of amend uh uh amend um their 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 past in ways like so having closure in some ways yeah. you know what i mean because there are some people who kind of struggle with these these things every day yeah um, and, and it's hard for them to kind of let it go um mm-hmm. but this is like a cool way to kind of reflect on that and just be like be at peace right so cool. but that's my take on that right now yeah that's cool i like that i'm i'm not it's not my intention to uh, make people realize whether or not they regret a decision they may or may not have made. That's not the, that's not the point of this. So I'm I'm, I'm not right. hoping that that like pops up. I mean, if it does, then I mean, I guess if everyone's allowed to deal with whatever that comes to them, however which way they feel. So, um, but cool, man. Yeah, they signed the waiver, man. Right, <laughs> everyone's got that waiver. <laughs> um, yeah, so I'm. I'm yeah. So anything else that pops up that's interesting or not about it? Anything else? Uh, any other ways that you might feel like you could see yourself um, in in that story? Um, no, I, I I do have a question, though. So is there yeah. any, was there any significance to the specific time um, that the cab driver mentioned? Would you say 1148? Yeah, no, I just. I just I, I knew that I had said already somebody had said eleven thirty, right? Okay. At the bar. And so I just gave it a few minutes and then eleven forty eight is it had been eighteen minutes after <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah. It's telling so it's just like basically the the time when you looked up after finishing the story and it's like, oh it's eleven forty eight right yeah, now. Yeah. Pretty much. Eleven forty eight PM is when I finally finished this. So uh, no man. Uh, yeah. I mean outside of everything that we just kinda of discussed, like I really enjoyed it, man. And cool. I mean I enjoyed it so much, like I would I would be very happy to do this again. I think that again awesome. for, for my take from it um it was very uh it was very therapeutic in a way where cool. i was able to kind of reflect on you know certain components of my past life um and it just be you know re reignited in 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 a very cool uh storytelling fashion um mm-hmm. which which was kind of a cool way to kind of reflect on all the stuff on, on what could have been so yeah man would definitely just would definitely do this again with you 
Sounds awesome. That sounds great. Um, one final question then. Um, judging by what you heard in the story, uh, where do you see other Daryl in today? In today's life. So imagine this is... When did you... This is a few years ago you gave up. Um, you walked away from acting. So mm. uh, where where would you... Where do you think maybe other Daryl might be hanging out today? Do you feel like he's close enough to you that he might just be, you know, still in Chicago getting up to what you get up to? Yeah, I think I think other Daryl um, would continue to utilize um, the network that he's built with other individuals. And and because the relationships matter um, right. to me and I think, again, um, to any other incarnation of myself. But um I do think that knowing how passionate I was about acting and still am, mm-hmm. um, that that other Daryl would continue to really s- scratch and claw to mm-hmm. using you know, the momentum of having booked that major job that he had. Yeah, and you know, if 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 you want to kind of put this into real world context, I mean, th- this the whole um, um, the whole. Uh, Asian movement, right? Um, mm-hmm. in, in, in cinema, um, that, that wave would have come around this, you know, around, I want to say like, I don't know, my 10th or 11th year of, of, of pursuing acting or something like that. Mm, yeah. And, and, you know, I, I don't, I, I've read this somewhere where it, t- it takes 10 years for a- an, an actor success. To, yeah. Yeah. Or just yeah. to kind of like get that, that's, that opportunity for a role in something big. And so it's funny because like, that's something that I always think about. I'm like, well, it would have been around that time, but just a little bit, uh, a little bit over, Mm -hmm. but, um, you know, and then I see like movies like the crazy rich Asians and there's just a lot of Asian representation, which is, which is amazing. And, you know, and, and, and it kind of, I kind of, it, that was kind of one of the reasons why I really wanted to do acting too, is just to, you know, make, not necessarily make it, make a statement per se, sure. because I love acting, mm-hmm. but that would have been something that I would have advocated for, you know, even in the beginning when it, it's crazy how it took this long, but I'm, I'm glad that, you know, it's, it, it's getting, it's, it's, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's getting, um, it's visibility, but mm-hmm. yeah, no, I always thought that, uh, I would be leading the charge. Um, yeah. One of the but, pioneers. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But, or at least be a part of it, you know, right. in some capacity. And so, um, here's a funny story. So, <laughs> you know, uh, uh, Jimmy O Yang, he's the dude on Silicon Valley. Oh yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I ran into him in Lincoln park no and kidding. I'm like, yeah, I'm like, dude, you're, I'm like, I really, really, really love what you do, man. And, you know, keep, keep, <laughs> keep representing man. Right. <laughs> you know, and he's like, yeah, man. But you know, that could have been other Daryl, right? Somebody could have came up to him and be like, yo, keep representing. And, yeah, you know, I, I do think about that because I um, that was that was something I really wanted to advocate for, and I still do. Right on. As we close out the show, I'd like to say thank you to my guest, Daryl. Um, Daryl, where can we find you? Can we find you on social media? You got any projects in the brewing that we can uh, wait um, that we can look forward to? Anything working on? Um, no, I continue to write, but it, I'm usually. I mean, a lot of what I do is it revolves around social media so if anybody wants to connect um you can find me on twitter which is uh my handle is the middle 
again, that is the middle, like the TV show it was on ABC and mm-hmm. who actually reached out to me and was like, Hey, what's up with the handle? And I'm like, nah, it's fine, man. Uh, so <laughs> nice. you can find me uh, in a more professional setting. Uh, put that in qu- air quotes uh, on LinkedIn. Just, you know, throw sure. my name up there and uh, happy to connect. Cool. Awesome. Thank you so much, Daryl. Really appreciate you having you on. Absolutely, man. Pleasure. Right on.